Hello, hello. Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful, wonderful people. Welcome back to Philosophy with Z. I am Zalika, and I'm so glad you're here with me again today as we continue on our journey of The Power by Rhonda Byrne. I am loving this book. Like, I am really, truly pouring myself into this book and letting it pour itself into me. And I've been talking about how this is my year of expansion. But honestly, like, I'm really seeing more that this is my year of love. And maybe they're kind of like coinciding together because to expand to me, I guess, is really to love more. Like, loving is expansion. Love isn't restrictive or limited or fearful. It's faith and love and joy love is love <laughs> you you feel what i'm saying like i really hope that even though we're only in the third chapter now i really hope that it's speaking to your heart and that you're reading it on your own too i have probably read this chapter five times just in the last seven days and i've read it before this now too and it's just like really sinking into my cells. I love it because it's like, it's like, it becomes you, you know what you, you are what you eat, you are what you consume, what you consume consumes you. Just like I said, I'm absorbing this book and it's absorbing me. I feel like we're like becoming symbiotic. Okay, I digress. So <laughs> just choking on air. <laughs> just a second. I'm good. Regrouping. We're straight. So this is chapter three. This is the feelings, freak, feeling frequencies. This chapter is much like the last chapter talking about feelings, but it kind of gets more in depth, you could say. So everything in the universe is magnetic. It all has a frequency. And Nikola Tesla, he's like one of my idols. He says, when you want to think of the universe, think in terms of energy, vibration, and frequency, because really everything is that. And so she said, excuse me, she's saying that our feelings and thoughts have magnetic frequencies too. So when we, are, when we have good feelings, we're in the positive frequency of love. And when we have bad feelings, we're on a negative frequency. And the negative feelings or the bad feelings are anywhere from from jealousy to anger to sadness to envy to complaining like those are all the negative feelings and basically this whole like concept of mag magnetism is that you attract whatever frequency frequency that you're on and the frequency you're on is based on your feelings and so you you really don't have to ever be in doubt like how am i feeling you, you can kind of look around you and see how you're feeling. Your, your world, like I've always said, your, your outside world is a reflection of your inside world. Like, I'm telling you, when my room is a mess, I feel it. I'm just like, yep, this makes sense. <laughs> this, this is exactly what I have going on. Yeah, it's so, my room is pretty good right now. <laughs> but anyway, um, whatever situation in your life is, how you're feeling about it is what brought it to you. 
And I'm thinking, like, I think this is a hard concept for people to grasp because sometimes people are in very difficult situations. Like, I, for example, have been. I've been homeless. I've been drug addicted. I've been childless. I've been squatting in someone's apartment. I've been walking the streets any hours of the day and night. I have put myself in a lot of situations that some might look down on, some might pity. And I I don't blame anyone for where I've been in my life. I know that I created my circumstances because I don't blame anyone, but I also don't play a victim. I don't act like it wasn't my fault or like I didn't do anything to get here. Like life did this to me or it was an accident. Cause like, if I'm being honest with myself, I put myself in those situations. Like I remember the day that I decided like, I don't, I'm not happy with my life the way it is. I don't know how I got here. I don't want to be here and I don't know how to get out of here. And I don't even know where I want to go from here. So I, I truly just asked God for a challenge. I said, just, just give me a challenge. Give me something to help me figure out who I am and where I'm going, what I'm doing here. And within six months, I was homeless. And I, I did that to myself. And I'm so grateful that that was my journey because losing everything helped me find myself. And I found out I didn't really lose everything. I just lost a bunch of stuff that wasn't really me. And that fits like in real life that manifested as actual physical possessions being lost. <laughs> but the reflection of that in my spiritual world within myself is that I lost everything I thought I was, like who I thought I was, the whole concept of me. And it's so interesting because like even today, I'm still going through these things of of releasing and letting go of who I think I am and surrendering. And this this book is just like giving me such power to love myself and my circumstances and those around me. And with that being said, I want to get to this part where she's talking about how people have their feelings on automatic pilot, basically. That's how, that's how she put it, automatic pilot. Many people don't know about the power of feelings and more importantly, the power of good feelings. So when things are happening in life, they're just responding, like reacting to it. Like, oh, I got a green light. Okay, that's great. I'm gonna go through this green light. Or somebody stepped on my foot. Like, oh, I'm angry someone stepped on my foot. Like life is just is what it is. Things are just happening all willy nilly. But, um. Well, I guess actually not, now that I say that. Okay, let me just, let me bring you in on this little like thought train I'm going on. So I was just saying that things are happening all random and willy nilly, but that's actually not what she says. She says that things are happening in response to our feelings. So she, okay, so she's like, you don't make the connection when you, you stop help someone on the street when they drop some groceries and then later on you get a good parking spot or you don't make the connection when let me look for her only her actual examples um you don't make the connection when these chapters are super long 
this is a very good point that I'm about to make. Okay, I found it. <laughs> you, you don't make the connection when you complain to a store person and then a few hours later you receive a call from your neighbor complaining that your dog is barking. You don't make a connection when you meet a friend for lunch and talk negatively about a mutual friend and you arrive back at work to discover big problems have developed with your major client. You don't make a connection when your dinner conversation is about something negative in the news and that night you can't sleep because of a stomach ache. So that's kind of the negative. And on the positive side, you don't make a connection when you stop to help someone who has dropped something in the street and 10 minutes later, you get a great parking space right outside the supermarket door. You don't make a connection when you happily help your child with their homework and the next day you receive news that your tax refund will be bigger than you thought. You don't make a connection when you do a favor for a friend. And that same week, your boss gives you two complimentary tickets to a sports game. So basically what she's saying here is that in every circumstance and moment of your life, you are receiving what you have given, whether you make the connection or not. So I'm glad that I just had that realization. Things aren't really as random as I was perceiving them to be. I think the, like, objectively, like, just the situations, like, the dinner or the dog barking or, like, the actual things, like, the tickets, the helping the kid with the homework, the tax return, the compliments, like, the things are actually random. It could be anything, but it's the energy. The energy is not random at all. And I'm so, oh my gosh, this, I just had like a whole epiphany moment because I've always just really thought that everything is random. Nothing makes sense. It's all just like chaos. But to, to have this realization that it's not really all chaos, like the things that are happening are kind of random, but the energy that's in those things, it started with me. What I give is what I receive. Wow. I love this. I love this. I love this. And, and so like, I really want to highlight that she talks about that there's, there's a tipping point. If you give at least 51% positive thoughts and feelings instead of negative ones, then you're tipping the scale in your direction. Like that's all it takes. And I just love that because it gives me hope for people who don't believe that positive thoughts and feelings can really make a change. And I think it's just really important. Like she also says that there's no excuses. There's no excuse you can use to not love because all throughout our day, we're falling in and out of love. Like you might be excited about that parking spot, but you're upset because someone cut you off before you got to the parking spot. Or you get to work and someone didn't hold the elevator open for you. So you're mad, but you're happy when you get up to your floor and you find out that there's free donuts. There's falling in and out of love all day. You're, it's like you're severing the connection to that universal power. And I'm just thinking like, like what's an analogy for this? Um, like my, my, my car, if I put gas in my car, but only enough to get me to the next gas station, I'm not consistently really moving anywhere. I'm just getting just enough to get by to the next thing to fill me up just to get by to the next thing. It's like 
it's like there's no excuse not to love because every time we fall out of love we're like floating like this is this is how i see it that i'm just floating and i'm not connected i'm not tethered to the vital life force that gives me reason and purpose yeah mm. You can't harness the force of love with an excuse about why you didn't love. It doesn't matter if you missed the elevator or if you got the red light or someone cut you off or you stubbed your toe or you got a bill that you can't afford. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. All that matters is how you react to the circumstance. And let me tell you, it is quite an effort to have positive feelings about negative situations and I truly don't have a lot of experience with this today in my life because my positive feeling and thought momentum is pretty good it's pretty good because she talks about that 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 we it's it, it builds up when you give love it not only comes back to you as positive circumstances that you love, but it comes back as it adds even more love and positivity to your life. The more positivity then attracts more positive things, adding even more love and positivity to your life. And so it continues. Because when you're on the opposite side of things, when things are happening and like you're reacting to those things, in a negative way because it's a negative situation you're bringing more negative things into your life to react negatively to and i've said this before about gratitude when you are grateful for anything you bring more things to you to be grateful for and like that's kind of a theme in her books like attraction and it's so power empowering to know that i am i am it i am the one that begins the attraction I get to decide no matter what is happening in my life, I get to decide how I respond to it. And I just, I'm so grateful for my awareness today of this because it's such a powerless feeling to be at the mercy of any situation around me, any person, place, or thing that could go awry. And that's going to make me like come out of myself and, and act out and be upset like things are happening all the time oh i just it's i i like i used to be a person that was unbothered by anything and everything because i was so afraid of being out of control of my own feelings and today i can i can and do have that upset and have that sadness or that anger reaction or whatever it is i feel all my feelings However, once they're felt, I know that that's, a, that's an indication. My feelings are feedback. When I feel that feeling that lets me know that I don't like this, like whatever is happening, I don't like this. But I, I'm able to, to, to like switch it after that. I feel my initial feeling because the initial feeling is typically just a trigger. Like um, not a trigger, like it's something, something happens that triggers a memory that upsets me because the original hurt is still there. So that's the that's the feedback that I have some pain that needs to be released. So I feel it 
and I let it go because it wants to go. Nothing, nothing in this world likes to be trapped. More importantly, our feelings don't like to be trapped inside of us. That's why they hurt because they want to go away. Oh, man. So I, I have to love it. I have to love the feeling because I know it's there for a purpose. I love it so it can be dissolved in the love and go away. Like, that's it. And because I'm allowing, I'm allowing it in. And this goes back to the greatest secret ever. Allow everything. Say yes to everything. You cannot say no to these feelings because they're here for a purpose. And if you deny it, which you resist will persist. So if you deny these feelings, they're going to come back even harder and stronger because they want acknowledgement and then they want freedom. But coming back, going back to this chapter, as I close it up, I just want to acknowledge that we can decide, we can change our minds. And when we change our minds, we change our feelings. And this morning, well, uh, I was going to do a fast yesterday. Actually, I did do a fast yesterday from eating, but I was very uncomfortable it was just not feeling right, not feeling authentic. The way I was doing it is not how I usually do it. And maybe this is just me escaping from my own self. It might be, I don't know. I don't know what anything is for. I just know that I broke my fast in the middle of the night with a bowl of cereal. And I loved it when I was doing it. But the next day today, I woke up and I was feeling kind of ashamed of myself. Like I failed. I didn't maintain my fast like I intended on. And I sent a text to someone and told them I broke my fast early. But I accidentally said I broke my face early. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I just laughed. And I, it took me right out of that ashamed feeling. It took me right out of it. I was able to feel it and then let it go. And it came creeping back a couple times and I just talked to some friends about it and they're just like, ah, it just wasn't the right time for you. Like, yeah, it's okay. I can let it go. I don't have to carry that shame with me for the rest of the day, the rest of my life, just because I had a, a moment that didn't go like I intended. Like, it's okay. I give myself grace on this journey of change and growth. And I give myself love, most importantly, because everything has to dissolve in love and the love gets to expand because the other feelings have gone. So <sighs> thank you, thank you, thank you for that experience today of feeling ashamed of myself because it gave me the opportunity to love me more and I deserve that. So I hope that this episode has helped you. It surely, truly helped me today. Yes. And as always, I, I love you. And thank you for being here on this journey with me. And if you want to connect with me, my website is abstractlogic.me. And I'm here for you. I'd love to hear, for you, hear from you and how this is working out for you in your life. So next chapter will be the power and creation. Ooh. Yes. So until next time, beautiful, wonderful people. Peace, love, and blessings.